Come on. Let's bring that up. Back up where it belongs. And let's do this. This is a presentation of Northeast Streaming Sports. Was a giant and he was a cowboy now these two former rivals have joined forces to bring you the most insightful perceptive and controversial sports talk podcast in america former dallas cowboys defensive end jim jeffcoat locks horns with former new york giants wide receiver byron williams and now here's byron williams and jim jeffcoat Good evening, Jim. Good evening. Good evening. How are you doing, Byron? I'm doing good. This is hump day. Yes, hump day, but <laughs> I'm doing the Joe Burrow. I'm doing the Joe Burrow. Y'all celebrating already? Oh, man. Hey. I like Joe Burrows. He got And, he, he, and got he brings it, man. Second yeah. year, second year player, having yeah. so much success. Yeah. I like what he I like what he said over uh, this weekend. He told those kids. Just uh, you ain't gotta let everybody know what you're doing That's through right. the week. Inside. You know, just just keep it to yourself. Then a Friday night, Saturday night, or Sunday, whenever your game is time, whenever it's game time, just show what you can do. Yeah, and uh, he's a fascinating guy. But we'll get back to him in a little bit. But let's talk about some of the things that happened this week, like the Pro Bowl. Yeah, I mean, this bothers me because yeah. obviously, like you, I never had the opportunity to play in the Pro Bowl, but it's always been said to have, you need to play in the Pro Bowl for Hall of Fame credentials. Right. And what they did on on uh, last Sunday was a farce. That was ridiculous. That was basically, you weren't playing a game. You were playing seven on seven and two hand touch. And yeah, exactly. And you might well just take the pass out and put on some flags or, uh, or do something totally different. Just to make you know, make it worthwhile watching. But man, it's you know, a lot of people are complaining about what happened, how the game was played. You know, I started going to the Pro Bowl uh, three or four years ago when they had it in Orlando. Um, previously, before that, they had it in my in Hawaii. So when they brought it to the states, uh, they started slowly, started not playing, hit tackling and hitting. And uh, and I heard some, some players say this week that they uh, seventeen game, eighteen game schedule. You know, it's, it's, uh, you don't want to take a chance of getting injured and getting hurt. So I can understand that style, but they need to set up something that make it worthwhile for people to still be in, interested in watching it and make it real, you know, real, uh, real about going to the making the to the to the Hall of Fame. Yeah, and here's my thing on it is now, and a lot of things about the Pro Bowl is is that when we played, the guys that made it and the team the, from their teams, they were truly the best. They weren't yeah. over a short period of time. They were over an extended period of time. Right. Best in the league. So it, wasn't also, a, so it wasn't a popularity deal, huh? Yeah, it wasn't a popularity deal. It was more, you know, you had the best players, the best of the best. Right. And I always thought that was the way it should have been done. And also you got to look at, too, is – because of this, uh, and it's been good. And uh, because of free agency, a lot of these players play with each other. Right. They, they know each other. They've grown up and played football against each other. And that makes an impact on it um, different because it's not a game. It's kind of like it's becoming like the NBA All-Star game because a lot of these guys might be playing with that same guy next year or they'll be yeah. recruiting them. 
Yeah, so, and it, that's what I was gonna say. It kind of reminded me of how the N- NBA All Star game they they scored almost 160 points. You know, just some crazy numbers. Mm-hmm. Um, it's 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 just I don't know. It's it's not it, fun to watch. Yeah, football is football is about tackling and blocking and making terrific catches and you know guys getting hit. You know and fumbles. You know you can't create turnovers. You know you exactly. just can't go out there and just. Uh, pretend to play football. Yeah, I just remember um, one year, um, Sean, um, the one who used to play for Washington. The, uh, Sean Alexander? Oh, oh, oh no. no, Sean Taylor. Sean Taylor. Sean Taylor. And when that punter was running, <laughs> and he, he knocked him out. Remember <laughs> I remember Man, that. They they were showing some highlight clips of previous <laughs> pro, uh, uh, pro Bowls, and they showed, yeah, I saw it, I saw that again. But yeah, yeah, it 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 really defined the purpose of you know these guys can hit, and you you know you expect that out of them. Yeah, and then like I said too, when we were playing, the NFC didn't like the AFC. The AFC didn't like the NFC. I mean, it was personal because you had to go back to your teams and said that you got beat by the AFC or you got beat by the NFC, and and it wasn't a good feeling. It's not a good now, feeling. Now it's like it's no big deal. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's a brother brother-in-law type stuff. Exactly. You exactly. know, and you know, I was, you know, I was just thinking, you know, why why, you know, you go out there sometimes a lot of gangs still can get hurt on the football field. That's true. That's true. And do you think it's because the game is changing? Cuz I noticed this about the game and you know, my son plays up in Canada and they're the same way. Yeah. Is you're not taught to do things. We talk about this all the time is to block properly, is to tackle properly, these things. They're not taught as that like they used to be because, like you said, they're afraid of getting injured. But you can get injured in football in, in, in many other ways. You Absolutely. Should I mean, and it helps you stay from getting injured, I think, if you do it properly. Right. I think that helps you on both sides of the ball. I know a lot of guys got concussions off the turf. You know, you yeah. it didn't come from a hit. But then, you yeah. know, the one thing that they're trying to teach these players is to go in, and lead in with your shoulder, exactly. versus leading in with your head, which is about the only only sensible thing that really makes sense. And you can really, you know, I think you still have to play the game with speed, exactly. you know, uh, skill sets, and all that. That 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 got to be in place. Hey. This is my best friend, Marlene. 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 How you doing, Marlene? Marlene, you at home with the Cowboys, ain't you? Y'all, what y'all doing? <laughs> sipping, on some, y'all sipping on some wine over there at the oh, Cowboys here in South Dallas. What you, what's going on with the Cowboys? <laughs> Marlene, I got these haters here. I got these haters. Don't worry about it. We know Marlene. the we know the real truth. Hey Marlene, she she, she worked for American Airlines. She said she knows about she knows about everything. She knows she she is Jamaican and she she loves football. Oh, good, good, good. But um, back to uh, what we were talking about, and I think that's going to impact the game because I see these guys, they train uh, all the time, but there's still the injury rate is up. I mean, there's very far and few between players that play whole seasons. Well, one of the things, this is what I think. I think in our day, we were more in shape. I think too, uh, we probably lifted a little bit more weights, cut down the injuries, and and, and of course, I, I just think you know you better prepare it in practice. You know, we we went hard sometime in practice just to make sure that the timing was good, the, the you know the, the game plan was perfect, and there was less error for mistake. You know, I, you just think about this though. We talked about this earlier, earlier a couple of weeks ago. Guys off size a lot, exactly. some stupid penalties. Exactly. You you never hardly see a guy jump offside in the middle of a field goal and and they then give a team a chance to have another play at it. Exactly. Look, some it's, it's it's little things like that. I thought this year was an indication of maybe if they, these guys weren't quite focused enough or something like that. Here's an interesting thing. I played for obviously Tom Landry and Jimmy Johnson. Mm-hmm. Tom's practices were longer. And we did put on pads, and we practiced with pads on Friday. Yeah. I know you said Bill Parcells didn't. 
but we did. We practiced, but the, Jimmy's pa- uh, practices were shorter, but they were more intense. Everything was at high intensity. By that, I mean we had a 12-play, what they call a middle drill. And middle drill was full tackle, full go at it. I mean, it was only 12 plays, but it was an intense 12 plays. And then he would go into different things, what we called uh, nine on nine, seven on seven, and uh, and he'd do that. But they were quick practices, but and that made it. That's why he could get away with it because we weren't on the field for extended period of time. But everything we did, we did at high intensity. I right. That was good, and that's not saying anything about Coach Landry's practices. They were a, a longer. We were on the field quite a bit. We yeah. could be on the field for two, uh, two and a half, three hours with Coach it's, Landry. And that's why that's why I think, you know, really appreciate, uh, you know, playing for Bill Parcells and, you know, even, uh, you know, Gary Reasons and, you know, Bart Oates, guys that we had on the, on the show earlier this year. You know, we talked about thump practices, you know, live practices, uh, getting inside the 20-yard line, making it feel like you're in the game. You know, those things did that thing those things really helped oh, us yeah, offensively and defensively. I agree. And you won't see goal line scrimmages anymore because no. everybody's afraid of getting somebody injured. But those were the best things. It's like you just said, the goal line scrimmages and stuff there. And Marlene is right, the younger guys are not as disciplined or conditioned like we were, but I mean it is uh the issues that they've deal with with the concussions and things of that nature. I yeah. can understand that, but football is a violent sport. We yeah. have to realize that. And there's going to be some injuries. But one of the things I want to say this too, the, the equipment is so much better. Oh, yeah. Uh, the, the plan, the fields are so much. Uh, oh, the team so max is so, it's, it's different. <laughs> I was just looking at, I got some highlight tapes on this artificial turf. Man, it's just like playing on concrete out there. It really was. My <laughs> point is, you know, if you consider some of the things that we had to endure, you know, I just think, too, yeah, it, the NFL is worried about the lawsuits. Yeah. And, and plus the NFL Players Association, you know, is there to protect the players and, and, yeah. and uh, make sure that they have good standards and, and they, uh, you know, comfortable about everything they, they're involved in. But, yeah, I, I but playing on the artificial turf itself – you get hurt on that artificial turf. Oh, Philly, Philly, and places like that. Cincinnati, Oakland had a baseball diamond. Remember that when you go to Oakland, San Diego, and Houston, and playing in that Astrodome. Oh man, I broke my ribs. I broke you my can't ribs. even breathe though. In that, you got that bad turf, and it was hot. And then they throw off all those um, cannons, and it'd be smoke, and the smoke would sit down on the field. I mean, they lost their minds. We need to write a book about old school days. Oh, man. <laughs> These kids don't even have a clue what we went through. They really don't. They really don't. They really don't. But these things are things that have happened. And, and they have made the game better. Yeah. But they've lost some of the flavor. And that's the things that I think they lost. They lost some of what football was. And, and it's sad because you see it. This is a different game these days. And one of the things I was gonna say too about the about the Pro Bowl, and you know, we can move on, but it, how can you tell who's the offensive player, the defensive player of the game <laughs> when they're playing soft football? Yeah, yeah, I know. I yeah. know it's kind of like it's kind of like they like you said before, they're taking care of each other, but they're not playing the game, they're just going out there and they're in the game. Yeah. And that's there's no there's no competition, I guess, or no want to compete. Yeah, they don't care if you get embarrassed or whatever. I mean, uh, they talk about Wilson, uh, the quarterback for New England. They blow the whistle and he runs all the way to the end zone and does a dance. Yeah, yeah. In our day, he would never did that because somebody would have knocked him out. (laughs) Oh yeah, yeah. And you know, and and when you see the quarterback throwing interceptions, like you know, seven interceptions. They don't. They didn't even care about throwing interceptions. Seven interceptions. Yeah, I mean. And yeah, it's it, it's very disappointing. Yeah. But as long as people watch it, there will be a Pro Bowl. And, and the good thing that you know, foot, people love football. It's mm-hmm. they, you know, it's just they're football fanatics, and that's the best. <laughs> but you know what? We help build this. You know, the early players, the early coaches, 
the early trainers, just the whole organization helped build this this brand that we have. Yeah. And, and and we we need to just be reminded of all the hard work and sacrifices that were made. No question. No question. So um here's the thing that happened. Uh Keyshawn J- uh Johnson. It would be detrimental to head coach uh McVeigh to uh Sean McVeigh to lose the Super Bowl. He would be known as a loser. He wouldn't be great. Um he did. This would be his second Super Bowl appearance in what, four years? Yeah, yeah, within so four years. I don't understand that statement. Yeah. I mean, Marv Levy lost four Super Bowls, but I think yeah, Marv Levy. Great coach. He was a really good coach. And I don't know. And then. Um, Bud Grant. Bud Grant. Minnesota Vikings. did he lose? Yeah. I'm not sure the amount, but. He lost him, and he's considered a very good coach. Yeah. The opportunity to get to the Super Bowl, and I've, I've told you this before, I had the opportunity to play with the Buffalo Bills at the end of my career. Yeah. I thought that they had more talent than we did. When you went okay. into that locker room, yeah. they had some tremendous. They had Thurman Thomas. They had Jim Kelly. They had Bruce Smith. They had Andre yeah. uh Andre Reid, Darren Talley. Their offensive line, they were a very talented group. We yeah. were just different. I mean, we, like I told you, just like you, they all played all those teams from the NFC East. Right. I and mean, you remember how the NFC East used to be. It was tough. It's, it's kind of like the AFC, NFC West now. Yeah, yeah. I mean, the physical nature of it and the defenses. It just was big football. on defense. And, uh, you know, yeah. and it was a, a physical – knock knock you down kind of league at that or division and that's the thing and they just haven't then ran into a buzzsaw because all the teams they lost to were obviously nfc east teams right and that doesn't take away from the great things they did i don't think this takes anything away from mcveigh i mean i don't i don't either i just think you know i think what he do what he have done as a young 35 year old coach and and some of the creative creative things that he does with his staff each year, he got to replace all, most of his staff people. They getting jobs, uh, they they popular, exactly. and uh, it, it, t- people love what winners. Yeah. So when you win, it's gonna cause you to lose. Other other things gonna be affected. Exactly. And exactly. so by him by him not going and trying to do things through the draft, him getting they picking they getting they getting trades, they getting certain players in there certain pieces of the puzzle that he felt like they're going to help them win the Super Bowl. That's why, you know, he's been doing what he's been doing since he's been with the Rams. Yeah, yeah, you're exactly right. And it's been an interesting time um, with these coaches. Uh, it looks like other than uh, Lovey Smith, all these coaches are fairly young. Yeah. Other than Lovey, uh, you have – and um, Doug Peterson – He's uh, I don't know yeah. what it is. Yeah, well, my teammate uh and and uh, with 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 the World League and but D- Doug's is he's probably about 58. He's uh he's, he's So he's, he's a little he's, older. He's in his 50s. Yeah. yeah. He's in his 50s. Yeah. Um talking about some of these things. It's interesting because of what Brian Flores did and talking about some of the things that are going on in the NFL. Yeah. Uh Mike McDaniels who was the um uh, became the head coach of uh, Miami, which was yeah. is Mike McDaniel's never played football. Did you know that? I, I heard he was a master. He's a smart guy. I yeah, he, he was. He went to Yale. Yeah, from yeah. Colorado. But yeah. this is the only thing is um, his father is African American, and um, his mom is obviously uh, Anglo, and. Uh-huh. I thought it was interesting. They had to parade that in front of the media. What, what difference does that make on that sense? To me, it doesn't make a lot of sense. It doesn't make sense. He's he a great had to come out and say, he said, listen, I'm biracial. And he said, that doesn't mean that my ability, I have to still perform. And then he was talking about, obviously, Tua. He was yeah. talking about how he's got to make Tua great. Right. If he does. Mm-hmm. And then uh, I don't think that is Marv Levy. Uh, we had that question: Is uh, less of a great coach? No, Hank Stram 
It's just a, it's all a lot of personalities. How many um, Super Bowls did Dick Vermeil win? And he went to two Super Bowls. He won one, lost one. Pete yeah. Carroll yeah. went to two Super Bowls. He won one, lost as a head coach. Right. With the 49ers. So I don't think that dictates. Um, no, Mar Mar Lee was a great coach. I, yeah, I, I, heard, I heard so many players that played for him say some great things about him. Yeah. Um, just spectacular person. I, I don't think the Super Bowl can make you uh, either great or not great, but I, I just think, too, uh, it's, it's just what you meant to the game of football. Yeah. I think he brought a lot. I know I know he lost some real close Super Bowls, and, and in order to go to the Super Bowl four years in a row, is, is special. So that right there itself speaks volume. Yeah. Yeah. And then Bud Grant, I know we talked about Bud Grant, but um, I was thinking about this when we were talking about it, Pittsburgh Steelers. Yeah. I mean, Mike Tomlin obviously went to two Super Bowls. He lost to the Cowboys. Uh, nah, he didn't. Um, Bill was there before him and uh, he, uh, he only won one Super Bowl. So, so yeah. And he is a good coach. Bill yeah. Cowher. Um, there's a lot of coaches that have only won one Super Bowl. Yeah, we talked about Dan Reed, too. Dan Reed, Dan uh, Reed you know, yeah. just, just passed away uh, not too yeah. long ago. Yeah. Great coach, great football player. You know, he 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 made his mark in, in the game of football, for sure. And Mike Dicker. Dicker only won with the Chicago Bears. So, yep. And he was a pretty good darn coach. I oh, yeah. And the only thing that ever bothered me is when he made Ricky Williams wear that dress. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and they, my, my dick and name was mentioned um, with the, with Pitts, the uh, tight end from Atlanta. Yeah. They're the only two the, uh, rookies to get over a thousand yards their first year in the NFL as mm -hmm. tight ends. Mm -hmm. So yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember, and he was a. They said he was a physical. He obviously wasn't playing when I played, but I heard stories about him because they were Cowboys. That had the opportunity, too tall and Randy White, they all knew him, and he was coaching too there. So yeah, yeah. So, but uh, I think that this doesn't. McVeigh is so young; he's going to get other opportunities. Yeah, he 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 and doesn't change. Zach Taylor's young too, right? Yeah, Zach. Yeah, and I I just think is I think it's good for the game of football. It, it just shows that. On different skill sets and levels of the game, you can come in and be creative. It's all about creating mismatches and putting staff together and as well as having a good game plan. Yeah. The one thing that I know for a fact is the receiver coach, I work with him. Troy Walters, his father, was a pro coach. And he is a jerk. <laughs> <laughs> I, hey, I'm going to drink to that jerk. <laughs> But uh, Troy Walters is the receiver coach for Cincinnati Bengals. I worked with him at Colorado. And like mm -hmm. I said, his dad, Trent Walters, was a longtime NFL and college coach. And Troy was one of the best coaches I've ever worked with. He was also the offensive coordinator for Nebraska. Yeah. And they had some issues. Obviously, it wasn't him. Now we see because Nebraska's still having those issues. Right. But I thought Troy was – he's on his way to being a head coach someday, hopefully. Well, one of the things I, I do want to say about the coaching in the National Football League, you know, Love Smith, great person, but I would love to see a young coach getting opportunities too. You know, Larry went to Chicago and, you know, he coached in Tampa Bay and coached in Illinois, University of Illinois. So, you know, he's been around a long time. So, you know, yeah. sometimes I think – you have to go with people like what they did in, with the Rams. Go with some young blood, mix it up, change the dynamics of some things, and, and just give other people opportunities. Yeah, and um, I know why you like Lovey because obviously he's from Sand Springs. Yeah, yeah, he's uh, he's a Texas guy. Sand yeah. Springs, he's from East Texas and everything. Right. So. Oh, that's by where I grew up. Yeah, yeah, and he is a Lovey's done well. He's been a lot of. He's obviously he coached at Arizona State. He coached Darren Woodson. Out of Arizona State, we know what he did at Chicago. He had a, a winning record at Chicago, but he struggled at Illinois and he struggled yeah. at Tampa Bay. So right. you're right. I mean, he's got to have the right people. I tell you, he did get a good offensive coordinator in Pep Hamilton. Yeah, Pep is very. Um, Pep is good. He he uh, he he, yeah. he gonna bring some he gonna bring some excitement to the offense. Yes, yes. So but we just we need to see who the quarterback gonna be. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. 
I'm uh, looking. My daughter's playing tonight. I didn't even know. Oh yeah, she yeah. must be playing good. My daughter just texted me on it. She's playing. She's got uh, 15 points already. So I didn't get the opportunity. I got business. Hey baby, I got business. I got to tell her. I have to. Look at <laughs> You're a busy man, Jim. Uh, busy man. <laughs> uh, but back to uh, Keyshawn. Keyshawn is very opinionated, but yeah. I don't. Sometimes I don't agree with a lot of things he said. Most of the time I don't. But I mean, when you have that that stage, there are going to be people like that. They want to get they want to get people all lathered up. Stephen Stephen A. Smith is the same way. Oh yeah, well, he, he agrees with a lot of things he says. Yeah, yeah, he 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 stirs it up, and um, you know, and that's I guess that's the platform that these guys have. Yeah, you know, and um, and I I just you know I, sometimes you just can keep some things to yourself, but hey, if you want to talk about it, let's talk about them. But that gets people when they get them riled up. That means people watch it. It's kind of like what's happening with Spotify with Joe Rogan. Yeah, you yeah, know, they do this stuff on purpose. They're yeah. sitting there, and if we came out here and they said, "Did you hear what Byron Williams said last? Can you believe he said that?" Things like that. Yeah, yeah. Some people, that's what they live off of. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, you, and you're gonna have some. You're gonna have some of that. Yeah, and, uh, that's, no. and, but yeah. I don't like. I said I very rarely agree with them, but I mean that's what they, what uh, ESPN wants. They want him to be controversial. They want these guys to be because they don't want them to always be on one side or the other. They want them to be somewhere where they talk about everybody. They got all the answers. Yeah, yeah. Why I always said. So, so in other words, he must think the Rams gonna lose. <laughs> uh, 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 we'll, like I said, we'll get to that. Um, that's gonna be a tough one. Yeah. Another yeah. thing is going on, and we had Peyton, we had Eli. You you know about it because the Giants and Peyton, obviously, with Indianapolis and Denver. Yeah. Now we got the nephew, Arch Manning, and now he's. Uh, making the decision between Alabama, Ole Miss, Georgia, and Texas. But Texas just hired their co their coach. Yeah. I mean, Texas just hired their coach to come in. And he was at Duke. And his name slips me right now. But So you think he's going to follow some of his uncle's footsteps or what? What do you think? I don't know. I don't know. But they they might because, hey, they got the, the dad in commercials now. <laughs> He's in the commercials with him. So hey, I don't know. Maybe he can go to Texas, man. Stir it up. You know. I think he would. I think there's a possibility. That's what Bill Simpson did. He came on. He, he came down here to Texas, you know. And uh, yeah, David Cutler is uh, down there. Yeah. So my daughter went down there. So hey, let's, let's get them yeah. Longhorns in there. That's right. And David Cutliff, who was a coach at Duke, head coach in and Peyton will work with him in the offseason, and Eli will work with him in the offseason. And um, they love David Cutlass because, actually, David Cutlass was at Ole Miss. Yeah. And he also was at Tennessee. Yeah. And yeah. he's worked with both of them. And this might be a thing. They just hired David Cutlass in an off-field role, and maybe Texas, that's the reason they're doing it, to yeah. give them the upper hand. And um, he's not that really – if you think about it, from where he's at in New Orleans, he's not really that far, right? Uh, to go to Austin. So, yeah, that's, not, that's that's a good. That's that's not nowhere really. Yeah, so that's something to to think about. And then you see um, Joe Judge. Joe. Joe Judge going back to the Patriots. Well, that's a good thing about being a, a head coach, and maybe you, you want might want to out a year, but if you want a job, I'm pretty sure. You know that 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 you can get that job, and it's good that he's going back to the Patriots. So, the Patriots might be the team to watch this year. You think so? Because he's an offensive kind of like an analyst. But I, but I'm telling you, they weren't they were one game away from being you know one play away from probably being on the next level this year. They came mm -hmm. back. They started playing some good strong football toward mm -hmm. the end of the season. They just took off, took a little, got them a little slow. Got had some injuries from the start of the season. And then they start they start winning. Yeah, and I didn't get a chance to um, talk to you about this New York Giants. Brian DeBall 
if he tries to do what he did with Josh Allen, with Daniel Jones, and that's going to be an issue. Because well, you know they, they they I think they're going to sign a backup quarterback from Buffalo. They, uh, Davis Webb. Yeah, yeah, I think so. Or Mitch uh, Trubisky too. Yeah, Mitch so, Trubisky was there. So they're going to bring somebody in just in case uh, he have a hiccup. No, but I'm saying what he did with Josh Allen running him and having those running plays. Oh, yeah, yeah. I mean, especially like we talked in this day and age, having these quarterback running quarterbacks, they're going to get injured. Even Michael Vick and the greatness of Michael Vick, the only guy I've ever seen that could withstand that, well, the only two is Donovan McNabb and uh, Randall Cunningham. And very seldom do you see running uh, quarterbacks have extended, obviously, careers. And yeah, Daniel Jones, and we seen him run sometimes, but can he do it on a consistent basis? Yeah, I, I don't think he just can do it. I mean, this year just proved it. I mean, he didn't, he didn't come back in this season. Then so we thought that he was gonna come back. He didn't come back. You know, Lamar Jackson. You know, he he can. You know, once you get twenty six, and that that that's that age to where you circle that age and say, hey, you you don't need to be running that ball that much. Not as quarterback. That's true. That's I agree, I agree, and and I I agree a hundred percent on what you're saying. You have to change your game as you get older. You got to realize you can't take that physical pounding. Yeah, and then I think with Daniel Jones, I always talk about this. Pocket presence is so key. You know, you got to know where you where the heat is coming from on the other side. You know about that heat map that heat where that heat come from that defensive side. Yeah, but you got to know where that heat's coming from. Yeah, and I, I've said this before. I use Patrick Mahomes as an example. Is he was a scrambler, but he also now he understands uh, basically that it's not always about it's finding the open area. When you have a four man rush, yep. there's always going to be an open area because there's five offensive linemen. They can open the area. You just got to figure out where it's at, on where your pressure is coming from. Like you said, yeah. So, well, that's the thing that. Um, the um, uh, quarterback has to understand. There's a lot of things going on there. Obviously, the issue with Kyler Murray, he's off of social media for a card. He, he cut this whole social media down. He, he's mad yeah. at somebody. Yeah, so now he doesn't uh, acknowledge the card. But he has an interesting case because Kyler Murray can go to uh, play baseball. He has a, still the option to play with. Because his contract, I guess, what is this? His fourth year or going into his yeah, going into, yeah, it's, it, uh, yeah. I think he had room to go in and renegotiate or something. Yeah, he wants to renegotiate, yeah. but he has also the Oakland Athletics. Yeah, and that's a possibility. Now that's a question. I know you're a big Kyler Murray fan. Yeah, I've been watching it. I just, that. I've always said this about that offense. I, I had the opportunity down at the University of Houston and. I was in about Cliff was there, Kevin Sumlin and things. Right. And my concern with that offense is as the season progresses, people figure those that offense out. Yeah, you say, yeah. It, it, yeah, they don't make a whole lot of changes. I think it's it, that's one thing about the NFL. You got to make changes weekly, make those mm-hmm. adjustments. And you had said that earlier, and you, and you would point on um, mm-hmm. that at the end of the season, uh, the, the, the Cardinals look like two different teams. From yeah. the beginning to the second half, they you know they were so predictable and, and they had a harder time, even though they had some injuries um, with the, the with the Andre and Hopkins. But still, though, you know, you said it, and it, it is a reflection of of what happened to them. Yeah, because people catch up to you. Yeah, and things that we I've saw being in that offense is as the season you begin, even though you don't, some of those teams don't want it, they become more physical. And that's not a physical offense. That's a finesse offense. It is. It and is. When they lost James Conner. They lost their physical running back. And oh, yeah. Andre Hopkins, they lost their physical wide receiver. And these things caught up with them. Yeah, exactly. Right. They did. Yeah. It's all about personnel because uh, when when, the season is so long. Yeah. Be, yeah. And, and then we got to always, like, I, I'll, I'll talk about this a little later, but that special team unit. Yeah, people don't realize how important it is. Speaking of that, Joe Basashi, who was the head coach of the Oakland Raiders, 
Just Green, Bay. Green Bay Packers. Yeah, I saw that Green Bay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but um, and that shows you the emphasis at teams because special teams obviously can win. Cowboys had an issue with their special teams, and you saw that eventually it caught up with them. Yeah, yeah. Things like that with the kicker not kicking well and um, and things of that nature, but it does. Yeah, yeah I agree with you. It's and when they move that extra extra point back, it really yeah. affected some teams this year. Yeah, and it really did. And uh, that's the thing is is that you got to have a good special teams unit. Everybody thinks talks about the stars, which they should, but yeah. those special teams players are stars too. There's quite a few that should be in the Hall of Fame: the Taskers, yeah, the Bill Steve Tasker, yeah, Steve man, he was awesome. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There you go. They spelled it wrong. Ruku is on the big screen, on your screen. Big screen. Big screen. You can be anywhere. You can be in France. You can be in Germany. I see France. I see Germany. I see hey, Spain. You know, I, scored, I scored a touchdown in Frankfurt, Germany. I scored two in Barcelona, hey, Spain. Scored <laughs> one in London, England, in the World League. So hey, I be, hey, we need we need to be watched all over the world. Yeah. Speaking of that, I just read an article today. That the NFL is going to have games in Mexico this year, and they're going to have yeah. it in Munich, Germany. In Germany. In Munich, yeah, Germany. I saw that. I saw that. I thought that was interesting. And I what you that. know what I like about the NFL now? You got two teams that only won four games last year. That are, the the 49ers almost made the Super Bowl. Yeah. And of course, the Bengals met, are in the Super Bowl. Yeah. We had four true. wins last year. Yeah, that's true. So, so that gives every team out there hope, that hope. For next year. Yeah, yeah, that's 2023. true. That's, that's what I like about it now. You can't. You got a point. Uh, this this is getting good now. It, it might be interesting that uh, you know the Jaguars could be in the Super Bowl next year. That's true. So <laughs> what you're saying is, if you're in Las Vegas. Bet on all the bad teams of last year to win the Super Bowl. <laughs> and you hey, got you know, just take you about five hundred dollars out there and bet on five teams. Yeah, hey, just sit back and ride, ride the coastline. Yeah, the, hey, you never know. You never know. You know, I was, I was, I was pretty high on the Arizona Cardinals. Uh, yeah, you were. I, I almost made it. <laughs> so I'm putting, I'm putting a hundred dollars on the Giants. <laughs> hey, I'm gonna put a hundred dollars on the Giants too. And then I'll put it on Philadelphia, not Philadelphia. We don't want to talk about Philadelphia. What about what about the, the commandos? The, the command <laughs> if they keep their pants on. I gotta get, I gotta get used to saying the commandos. I know. I, I keep calling them the Commodores. Yeah, yeah. I think Lionel Richie gonna sing the national anthem the first time he's out there, uh, the first game. Cause he did say he did say I thought they were gonna name him the Commodores. <laughs> That's funny. Oh man, the Commodores, the command. I gotta stop that. The Commandos. Yeah, the Commandos. Yeah, yeah they they came out with their suits. They had some players. I saw Joe Theismann up there. They was they were just highlighting the the uniforms and things like that. You know, they that maroon and yellow sucks. <laughs> We're going to put some blue all over them uniforms. Oh, football scene. We're going to knock, them, we gonna knock yeah. them all over the field. We're going we gonna to take them to MetLife and show them what football is all about. Oh, man. I think they're going to be better this year. I think. I, I don't do. know. Well, I think, they got to get a quarterback. Yeah, they're going to get a quarterback. I think they're going to trade for one. Yeah. I, and maybe it is. Uh, they, got, they got four good quarterbacks in this draft, I thought. Yeah. yeah. I've, I've been watching those, those, uh, those college bowl games. The yeah. Blue Gray game, East West Shrine, and the Reese's uh, All Star game. Yeah, Senior Bowl. And I senior thought Bowl. I watched Pickett. He is pretty good, but I like the kid from Liberty. I thought he was really good. Yeah, and, yeah. Uh, and then it was interesting. Mike Tomlin said they want a more mobile quarterback, and he fits the what they're looking for. The kid from um, Liberty, and he was at Auburn. He was, he was at Auburn. Yeah, yeah. And I don't understand them stars, but shoot. I mean, you, how are you going to tell a kid from high school he's a three-star and then he ends up being one of the best players? Joe Burrows. We're talking. We're going to talk about the Super Bowl in a couple of minutes. Joe Burrows was a three-star. He had to get – he had the right coaches to start looking at him. Yeah. You yeah. just don't know. 
Jamar Chase, another kid that's in the Super Bowl, Les Miles told him he'd never be a receiver at LSU. What yeah. kind of thing is I mean? But you know that's that just goes to show you, man. You you can get somebody some some fire to start working with, and yeah. everything that you said, they're gonna try to prove you wrong. Exactly, exactly. But that's the thing, and that's the thing about some of these things. And you can't project. You can look at a kid and try to project them at a certain age, but you don't know because some yeah. kids mature differently. They do. Yeah, you don't know where they grow. You don't know, and it, you know it's a lot. It's a lot of things that that's that's in the mix. You know, you don't know if they're gonna grow, how fast they're gonna become, how strong they're gonna be, and the timing of it. You know, you can just have your one great college season and get to the NFL. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you're right. You're right. Now let's talk about some of the things that everybody talks about. What's that? I was reading that um, Tom Brady when he said that never say never. Uh, there's rumors, these are just rumors, that he wants to finish up at uh, the 49ers. And obviously he is from... Tom Brady said that? Yeah. Uh, not Tom Brady, but that's the rumors. Oh. That he, but he is from Northern California. Him and Barry Bonds went to the same high school. Yeah, I'm going to be telling you that. And, uh, and he's. they said that if he doesn't truly retire, that's where he wants to finish up in Northern California. Right. And, uh, and then Gronk talks about he wants to play with Joe Barrow, Burrow. Well, they need a tight end. Yeah, uh, they do. Well, they can and they can and they they can they should have two tight end sets. But, but 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 the but the other guy might not want to give up that number eighty seven. That's right. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> they might That's have an eighty seven problem over there. Yeah, they do. They they might have an eighty seven problem. But you know, guys like that, man, it's fun. It's fun that they can bring some some fun to the game, some creativity. Go to the team. That's what phrase is supposed to be about, anyway. You being free to go the way you can. Yeah, and let's talk about it a little bit. Um, there's a lot of things going on now. Um, there's a group in uh, college that's talking about basically they want to be considered employees. They're opening up so many can of worms in college. Yes. And here's the problem you have. For the bigger colleges, the Texas, the mm-hmm. AMs, and the Alabamas, they can get away with some of these things that the players are trying to do. Yeah. But the majority of schools can't because they don't have the funds to do it. A right. lot of them are just, you know, trying to stay alive. Right. And this is, I mean, I understand some of the things. And I would have loved to in college had enough to go, obviously, to um, a movie or things like that. But the college experience is different from the same thing we talked about when we were playing in yep. college as opposed to today. College right. experience is told. We went to college to get our degrees. Right, right. To get education. Is that true? Because that's it. That's most, of it. Time, most of the time, players are leaving early and things of that nature. Well, the, trans- the transfer portal that they have yeah. now, it's becoming it become, every year. You know, you see a lot of people making these moves, going to this place, going to that place. And, you know, you're going to have to create something. I don't know if it's going to be the National Labor Board got to step in there. Or how they going to set up some type of competitive pay exactly. for these players. And, and then, um, you know, being with the NFLPA, the collective bargaining part of it. You know, it, 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 is it going to be a union? Is it going to be something that you can establish that people can really take advantage of? But I think, too, they might have to uh, install this in, on a private college, private university, because the way it's so costly to go to these private universities. Yeah. And then now you can, you know, come in with some type of similarity to, to, to pay these students. But you don't get a whole lot of private students going to the NFL. That's true. So that's true. I mean, that's you make good points there. And that's but it worries me is because we as former pro athletes know that the percentages of making it to the pro league or football, basketball or baseball or any league. Yeah. Is low. I mean, it's real low. And then and then the average the average football player is three years. Yeah, if you look yeah. at the average, it's three years, and exactly. And, so. and people don't even know this. This is only one thousand nine hundred sixty-nine jobs, and then yeah, yeah, that's exactly. less than two thousand jobs. 
Exactly. And think about this. Uh, we talk about injuries. You get injured in those one or three years. You really don't um, have the resources that you yeah. do if you played for an extended period of time, if you're vested. Exactly. You understand that. And they think, well, you played made it to the NFL. You're going to make millions and millions of dollars. Yeah, if you're drafted in the, the top 10 or the first round, but how many people are drafted in the first round? 32 players. 32 guys. Yep. And then, I mean, that's it. And think about that. I was thinking about that, that how many I was drafted, obviously, the 22nd, uh, the 23rd pick in the first round. But how many guys, if you look at through NFL history, had that opportunity? Yeah. You came in as uh, what are you, free agent? No, I was a tenth round draft They don't even have the tenth round anymore. No, but but I was still would have got drafted because we only had twenty eighteen. I was the two hundred fifty third player taken. <laughs> they have two hundred and fifty six players. I would have played it. <laughs> I was on the back end, but you know what? I only played. I only played ten games my senior. Year. I didn't. I broke my ankle, so oh, I, that's what hurt me. But my point is, if you if you still get drafted, they give you a legitimate chance. But they, immediately after the draft, people don't know this. They signed probably about 300 free agents because they try to, you know, it, they, they have this list on the on the draft board of these players that they want. So if you if you yeah. if you graded a certain grade, yeah. you you still sign a free agent. But yeah, it's it's tough. It's tough. Yeah. My son, yeah. he was a college all American. Uh, Walter Camp, he won the Blitzen Cup, and he wasn't drafted. He was a free agent. He He's made agent. Uh, the the he originally went to Seattle. And then he uh, made the team, and he made it for three years in Washington. Okay, when they were the Redskins back then in the old days. But uh, but you know that's just the way it is, and people realize that. But when we came in, I don't know if it was the same thing in New York as in Dallas. They had 125 free agents at the, yeah. our first um, preseason camp, and that was before the vets came in. Y'all had Dallas always have had these trials back in the day, yeah. and, and, yeah. and you know we 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 kept it up eighty and eighty five, maybe ninety players when mm -hmm. I first got up to New York, but uh, but yeah, it's yeah. it was crazy. Yeah, Nate Newton was part of that. He was a free agent for us. Uh, Mark Tuane on our Super Bowl teams. Bill Bates was another one. Yeah, Bill Bates and, and they, things like that. They made guys and helped them have an opportunity to play in the NFL. Yeah, he was he was in that eighty. He was at the combine. Bill Baker was at the combine out of University of Tennessee. He yeah. was at the combine, and uh, we had a combine up in Seattle. Yeah, I went to. I was there. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Well, uh, yeah. I, yeah. Did you go to over there that island? Ain't that? Ain't yeah. That, was that cool? Man, that was good, man. That yeah, was different. Man, why you didn't speak to me, man? I was over there. You weren't up in the first rounders. <laughs> <laughs> But I did have a table. That sounds like Keyshawn, don't it? Hey, but check this out. But I did have a chair at the table. Yes, you did. <laughs> yes, you did. I was with Eric Dickerson. I was with um, Kurt Warner. I was yeah, with uh, yeah. Gilbert, who's always been a good friend of mine. Uh, uh, Ray Horton. Yeah. Ray and these guys, I was hanging out with them because we uh, were really hurt. I knew Eric for a while and then I knew uh Kurt Warner I did was, a football I did a football camp for Eric Dixon three years yeah, ago at yeah, SMU. Yeah. And uh yeah. it's he's still the same man. Yeah and a lot of guys Elway was obviously yeah. from the uh he was playing baseball there. He was a Marino. We played in the senior bowl together. So you build yeah. those relationships at yeah. that time and you you know how that goes. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. I, yeah I was in Seattle. The only one I don't think I went to was Detroit. Okay. You yeah, because you remember they used to have three. Yeah, they had three different locations. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. But you know what? I, I got a letter after I left Seattle. I got a letter from Bill Wash and Sam, thank you. You did a great job. And that lifted my confidence up so high, man. Just get a letter from Bill because he was the coach back in the 80s, man. He was, yeah, he was. Everybody, yeah. everybody thought a lot about Bill Wash. Yeah. That's yeah. true. So it's it's that time. What's time of that? It's time to talk about the Super Bowl. I thought you were going to ask me to do my dance. I was going to do my do my dance or something, you know. Yeah. The I'm Super Bowl. The, I'm going to do the Joe Burrow. <laughs> <laughs> so, two years in a row. Yes. 
the Super Bowl is being hosted at one of the uh, at, at a team that, that that play in that particular city. Yes, that's amazing. But never be before. The team. Yeah, never before. Yeah, they'll be the visiting team, but still at home. But my point is, this is this is getting getting fun to watch the Super Bowl. So, I better put money on the Raiders now. The Raiders next the Raiders? year. Oh, the Raiders next year because the Raiders. No, the, the Raiders. The Raiders in twenty twenty four. I think. Uh, I think we play. I think they're gonna be in New Orleans next year. Are you sure? Yeah, they they got they got awarded twenty twenty four. This oh, is twenty twenty two. It's a it's a it's a twenty twenty three. So Bowl. you better put money on the Saints then. <laughs> I think the Saints got to go host it next year. I do think the okay. But uh, quickly, let's talk about the Super Bowl. Okay, this is a different kind of teams. By that I mean is that. You got a powerful defense with the Rams. And I and that's not saying that Cincinnati's defense is playing well and they adjust very well. Okay. You got, but I think can Cincinnati protect Burroughs with that defense, uh, the Rams defense? Man, they, they go out to come up with some type of blocking scheme. And, mm -hmm. and 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 they, you know, of course everybody double Aaron Aaron Donaldson. So uh I just think um, that's gonna be the key. Yeah, can out can they offensive line protect him? Because you know, two games ago they gave up what eight, seven, eight sacks, nine sacks, nine sacks. Nine yeah, sacks. yeah. So, so, and plus, this game is five hour game. This is a five hour game. That's so, true. so that's maybe true. you get a little rest, longer commercials, long halftime show. Um, but I'm telling you now. They got some young guys on the on the Bengals, yeah. and those guys gonna go the whole way five hours. Two of us, yeah, two of them, of them played for us at um, we won the Pac-12 South with them. Okay, uh, he was here, Chuda Bay, Woozy, he was here, and then also Josh Tupo, a defensive lineman. Woozy was a cornerback. He's played well this year, and I agree with that. Uh, what was said, the Obviously, the Bengals are gonna have to run the ball because if there's any Achilles heel to the Rams, it's teams that can run the ball effectively. Exactly. And they have two in Mixon and Pierre. Yeah. And that might be the. Um, there it goes. They, they corrected that real code, but I think that's gonna be the key for the Bengals because if they get into a a throwing match, they have no chance. They have no chance. Yeah, they definitely got to run the ball. Yeah. And if the, if the Bengals come out and play the second half like they run the ball like they did last week, a week before last, they're gonna be a good game. Yeah, yeah, I think it's I think it's gonna be closer than people think, because after what the Bengals did against Mahomes, I think they can do the same thing against Stafford. I think if they can hold Cooper Cup, o, o, OJ, your guy, Odell is gonna make plays. He definitely makes plays. I think they can cover those two. I think they can cover them. Um, I ain't never seen Odell more focused. He did an interview. I watched him. Yeah. I ain't never seen him more focused than I have. I see him now. Yeah, because he having a child. And he need that money. Them babies are expensive. Shit. Babies are expensive now. We know that. <laughs> but, but, but I think he is focused. And I think that, I mean, the interesting thing is that tight end, that came in for Hig uh, Higby, he it's played it, well. It, yeah, yeah. And yeah, uh, I'm, he's going to be a, a factor. Yeah, and, and, you know, they got a couple little bit of injuries on the Rams. Yeah. And Stafford has never been in this situation, but Joe Burrow, to me, it is harder to win a national championship than even a Super Bowl because of the things you got to go through. Well, I, I, just, I just love his – the way he carries stuff right now, he, yeah, he's doing the right problem. thing, doing the right thing, and he got some weapons around him. That's for yeah. sure. There, it's that it factor about him. Yeah, some yeah. guys have it. And, Biggest uh, win by six. Six. It's, we got I, some. I wouldn't teams. argue with you. I don't know who's going to win this game. You know, I'm not. I, I, I like the Bengals to win, but I think the Rams are going to win. Well, I, I, if I, if I was betting, I'd take the Bengals and the points. I think they 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 four points. It's four points. Yeah, it was. I don't know. It might change. You know? Some kids and some players have that natural thing about them. Joe Burrows has that. 
Okay, let's let's do a checkoff list. Okay. Coaches, who got the checkoff list? On you got to give it to McVeigh, wouldn't you say? Yeah, I, I think he. Uh, what about the offense? Ooh, I have to go with the Bengals because I and because uh, of Chase and Higgins, and they're supposed to have their tight end. I can't say his name. Yeah, eighty seven. Yeah, we know that you have the two running backs. You have the two running backs. Yeah, the I Bengals. have to go with them. I have to go with the Bengals too. Uh, what about the defense? I know what you're going to say about the defense. Rams. I mean, yeah. any team with uh, yeah, you know, Von Miller and uh, Aaron Donald on it, and then you got Jalen Ramsey, who's racing. They they going to be all Hall of Famers, probably. All yeah. those guys. So, I, what about special team? What about special team? That's where. It's different. Yeah. That's where it's different. And, uh, I I don't know who has the better special teams. I would say it's even to me on special okay. teams, unless uh, somebody shows up that I don't I haven't been thinking about. Well, they got a the the biggest got a good little punt returner. Oh, um, I'm sorry. You're right. The kicker. The Bengals have the advantage because of that kicker. They got they got a, a rookie kicker. Didn't that 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 would have made the Pro Bowl this year? Yes. Yeah. So, so uh, you have to get an edge to the Bengals on the special. Yeah, I would agree. I forgot about that. What is the factor that nobody's thinking about, though? I mean, Cooper Cup is going to make plays. Cooper Cup and Odell, they're going to have to do something that, and I think they will. They they gonna it's gonna be some it's gonna be some exciting plays. And and I think I don't think they gonna really have a home field advantage. It's gonna be so? people just cheering, just partying, yeah, and excited. Yeah, so there'll be yeah. families there, obviously, right? And there and there, but yeah. But I would like to see the Bengals win. I think I'm trying cool. to I'm trying to get a score. I'm trying to say 28, 29. Ooh. I'm going to go 27 to 23 Rams. That is a good question. Who's going to win the turnovers? <laughs> that is a good question. I didn't say who I ain't going to say I didn't say who's going to be 29 though. I just said okay. who who win the turnovers? I think the Bengals going to win the turnover. Because wow. what happened in the second half last uh game before last, I mean the week before last I, I just like they stepped up. They defensive line started rushing. I mean, players, players, uh, I just think I think the Bengals um ain't got nothing to lose. Mm-hmm. They, I think they're gonna I think they're gonna win in the last second. Mm-hmm. 29-28. Wow. You called it. I don't know. I I like to see the Bengals win. And I got you down for 27-23. I just think the Rams, just like some of the things, they're at home. They're going to be gunned up. I mean, Stafford is. Ain't nobody at home in the Super Bowl. (laughs) We were at home. Ask a lot of Falcons. The Giants were home in Tampa. Yeah, that's true. (laughs) So I think that that's just my opinion on it. That's just my humble opinion. We're in that two-minute warning. Two minutes, baby. Two minutes. Yeah. Yeah, I like that. Hey, so so hey, there was a good good year of football. This uh, was things happened. That a lot of stuff to talk about because we're gonna be here. Who's had more ahead. sacks? Who has more sacks in the playoffs? Jackson Jeffcoat. He's got Jackson. More what's up, Jackson? Yeah. What's going on? Wait a minute, Jackson. I had quite a bit of sacks in the playoffs, <laughs> especially in the Super Bowl. I'm gonna say Aaron Donald's gonna have more sacks this week. This week. <laughs> he was talking about me and him because you know he's oh. big time. Oh he's yeah, big yeah. Time. Y'all y'all got that, yeah. Well yeah. Jackson, I, I think Jackson had more sacks. Nah, we're gonna have to check it. Oh, we're gonna, okay, we need That's to check it then. We'll check it. I think I got quite a few. Yeah, you would you would know. He might have Googled like, it and saw that. That's what he that's probably what he did. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's probably what he did. Knowing him. Yeah. But hey, you know what time it is and a great I'm night. I'm trying to get down. I'm trying to get down that victory, that victory ceremony. Yeah, yeah. 
I, I didn't know I could do all that kind of dancing. Oh, man. It was fun. It was fun, Jim. Yeah, we had a good time tonight yeah. talking about the football world. Yes, yes. Hey, come back and join us next week. We got a lot to talk about. Super Bowl time, baby. Super Bowl. Super Bowl 56. I'll be there. I'll be out there. Yeah, have fun out there. All right.